Hi and welcome to episode 55 of the Gridirons of Europe podcast. My name is Andre and with me as always, my co-host aside. What's up, man? Hey, man. And uh, today's episode, we will be continuing our U19 discussions. We had uh, week one last weekend, so week one is in the books. We're going to discuss those games, then we will get into our power rankings that we posted a few days ago. And then we'll give a brief preview of this weekend's games. How does that sound? Let's get it. So let's let's begin uh, chronologically where it began uh, time-wise. Friday night, we saw Tabby. The killing host. of Tirosa. <laughs> Tabby hosts the Tirosa Royal Crowns. And uh, yeah, this was not a particularly close game. Tabby won at 36-2. to two. And uh, from the parts I watched, I I still haven't yet decided if I think Tabby is a really good team, Teirosa is a bad team, or if it's something in between. I I just think Tabby has Teirosa's number. Like, they put the fear of God in Teirosa, so, so Teirosa plays bad against Tabby and Tabby only. <laughs> <laughs> you think Teirosa has some demons? No, I think they have their numbers. Like, the Teirosa players know they will lose, so they go in with zero effort. Really? You think that? Yeah. I... That's not... That sounds like a ter... That sounds like a terrible strategy. Yeah, but... Because if you look at the numbers, the last two games, they have been killing Teirosa. I mean, it, it was even much worse in the final last year, but but I I, th- I think this is a much different Tabby team compared to last year. Like I th- I still think they have a good, well run, well organized team. Uh, I think they're technically sound, but I don't think there's nearly as much talent as there was last year on that squad. Yeah, it's still a good team, either, either way you put it. But Tiros is also a good team, so I don't know why they... But here's the thing. Are you sure Tiros can be considered a good team this year? Because from what I saw in the game, it didn't look that like they had anything going for them. Like The, the only points they got was on a blocked... PAT, I think, that they returned for six. No, for two, I mean. <laughs> so, like, the, that, that's a bit of a fluke event. But other than that, they didn't produce anything offensively. They didn't do that either in the finals. So, And they made it the whole way there. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh... Only we... Not yeah, we'll... we'll... In the future... We'll we'll have to see where Teosa goes from here. They uh, they I think they're gonna have a tough game. They play Gothenburg next uh, next here, but we'll we'll talk about that more later. Uh, so the Saturday games then from uh, week one, they were both incredibly close. Both decided by one point. 
Let's start with the uh, AIK versus uh, the Colstar Crusaders. I did not or, see that game. To be you honest. didn't see it? No. no. Uh, I saw it in in like a replay. I replayed their live stream a bit uh, because they were playing at the same time as my team. But Colstar, they won it twenty-one to twenty, and it it was a an interesting game. Not. Neither game put the or neither team in this game put the ball in the air much. I think that's a, a bit of a theme we're seeing from uh, U19s fr from these two games that the ball was not in the air a lot. Colsta, uh, they they are big up front, like they they have big offensive linemen, big uh, running back. They have a huge running back. Is the U17 guy, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, it Maybe looks like is. him. And they have some big boys uh, in the box defensively as well. So they're going to be a tough team to deal with up front. Yeah, it's it's called like perfect call stuff. Big and heavy, yeah. always a rough day. Yeah, it does seem like... Uh, and I think it's the same. A bit, a bit, it does seem a bit like the ideal calls the team. Yeah. Tall running backs do not grow on trees, I've heard. <laughs> uh, they had a uh, Daniel Skug score uh, nine of their 21 points. Maybe, maybe it was him. Props to AIK for hanging up. Like hanging up. Oh, my God. Uh, AIK, their, their uh, number one running back, Vilgot uh, Valeskug, he is explosive. Uh, he's going to be a tough task for any team to deal with. Is he like Timmy? Like a slingshot? Yeah, a bit. Like, you see him get the ball in his hands, and he just sort of explodes. Oh, shit. I'm it's excited to watch explain, more games. Now it's a, it's I'm going to have work on weekends. <laughs> it's a bit difficult oh, to I'm... explain, but but he, he just looks explosive out there. We might, hey, to that kid, send us a highlight to our Grenas of Europe Instagram so we can repost it for the people to see. Yeah, that would be cool. Vilgot, if you're listening. Uh, but but the game uh, overall, uh, Kalsta, they kind of took command uh, at the half. I think they were up 21 to 12. If that was already at the half, I can't exactly remember, but I think it was. Uh, and then AIK, they, or maybe it was in the second half they took that lead. But at some point they were up twenty-one to twelve, so a two-score game, nine-point game at that point. And at some point, pretty late in the fourth quarter, AIK scored a touchdown, made the two-point conversion, and then it was a one-point game. And I can't remember. I don't think AIK got the ball back, or maybe they did, but they couldn't convert. I have a bad memory of the. I have a bad memory of this game but but AIK they weren't they were in in reach but I don't think the game was quite as close as the score indicates not quite as close I believe like 80% of the teams are just trying stuff out because they don't know like they don't know the roster what people do together like half of the teams are new if you remember yeah I mean the it's a bit weird because we're just getting off of uh, 
people being on vacations. We haven't had much time to prepare anyone. Uh, a lot of teams are either combined teams somehow, or they have tons of people coming in from uh, from out of town. Teams. I mean, uh, it was so confusing the stream for AIK and Costa. AIK, I saw helmets from <laughs> AIK, from uh, the Stockholm Mean Machines, from the Allanda Jets, Vespi Warriors. I saw someone with a Beckham Bayer Maniacs helmet. What is that? It's a team that's been around for a few years. Uh, what else? I, I might. I'm not sure if the golden helmets that were there were uh, Solna Chiefs helmets. Maybe I'm not sure. And then I, I think I saw someone with a Nolshaping Panthers helmet as well. Hey, I, like that's great. That there's players. I'm just happy to see players. <laughs> I, I just think it's wild that they managed to put that together. All props to them. And, and then, of course, of course, the Gothenburg team has the Marvels and the Griffins are have an expressed uh, cooperation there. So they have those two teams, and then they had a few Yunchoping guys as well. But but Kalsta, it was all uh, Crusaders helmets. So I'm not sure if I think they said I think their coach told us that they uh, they have like all of their players in house. Uh, do you have any uh, final words on the AAKV Kalsta game? No, I'm just excited actually to watch their next games. Cool, cool. So the final game we're going to get to is uh, the one I was very much involved in. It was uh, Gothenburg, uh, Boy Marvels versus the Krihwansta Predators. Uh, it was played uh, in Malmö, uh, the Limham Griffins home arena at Hesthagen's IP. And uh, it was a very close, hard-fought game. Uh, Two run-heavy teams that ended with uh, my team uh, losing by a point. I, I kind of I watched uh, bits of that game, not the entire of it. I How heard... dare you not watch the entire game, Osai? How I was, at, I was at work. How dare you be at work when we play? That's why I wasn't there in person uh... on the field. On the field. I, I think you're too old. I'm going to be a water boy. Ah. I heard water boys get rings too. So I'm getting, I'm be a joining the team to get a ring. <laughs> ring <things. laughs> but yeah, I, th I think both of these teams uh, are going to be playoff contenders uh, <laughs> late in the season. Yeah. Uh, I think I think both teams have a lot to work on, but I think both teams showed a lot of potential in this game. Uh, okay, now I'm uh, hurt some people. I heard the roughing wasn't uh, on point that game. The ejection of Gustav, who is kind of targeted by the refs. For the last this year at least, he got ejected for 
tackling a guy than twisting his leg. <laughs> twisting people's legs while you tackle them, it's very normal. People do it all the time. And worst case scenario, it's an unnecessary roughness. You do not eject a guy two games for twisting a leg. And what was the final call for it? Uh, I think he got kicked out of the game for uh, fighting. Uh, see, that's... I don't know what fighting is, but I don't think that's fighting. <laughs> but, like, he's a, big t he's a big player. He's an important player for the team. So I think his ejection most definitely affected the final result. Because he plays both ways, right? Uh, no, he was only playing defense. But, but like, towards the end when uh, Gothenburg, they were coming out in an unbalanced, heavy set and they were just running the ball. They were running power outside zone, essentially the entire drive. I I'm pretty sure uh, Gustav could have uh, helped in uh, stopping that. Most definitely. But how was the running backs in Gothenburg? Did Oliver play? Uh, Oliver uh, did not play, but Devon uh, Halbay, who we got to know, got to know uh, during the senior season, he had a really good game. And his like always. I mean, he's had he's he had both up and down games with the seniors, but. This definitely looked like one of the up games for him. Uh, it also looked like he was uh, limping and a bit hurt towards the end, but he still came back in the game and ran for the game-winning uh, two-point conversion. He's a monster. He's a tough to stop. Yeah, he, he is really tough to stop, and he's going to be a load to handle for every U19 team. And just imagine when they have both elite running backs on the field. That would be trouble. Who's the quarterback for that team? Or he's a handoff specialist? <laughs> I think they were rotating quarterbacks. Uh, oh, the Limham, handoff specialist. The, the Limham guy who was in there, I think, was uh, Axel. Uh, oh, two or three. Oh, three. Ah, it's probably Axel. No, no, it was a younger Axel. Axel, uh, his last name starting with T-F. Okay, then I don't know that kid. No. Uh, I don't know who the Gothenburg uh, quarterback who was in was. But but they came out a lot in a, a wildcat where they just direct snap to either... Uh, Either Devon or the Limham running back, uh, Benjamin Gugai. Ah, the younger brother of the center? Yeah, uh, the coach. Oh, shit. So, yeah, Be Benjamin Gugai Yankvist scored one of uh, their touchdowns, and uh, Devon scored uh, the other touchdown plus the two point conversion. But but let's talk a bit about the game itself. Uh, Gothenburg uh, scored first. Uh, then there was a bit of a lull in the game, I'd say. Uh, we eventually scored two touchdowns. And then uh, Gothenburg decided it on their last drive. 
but that was not the end of the drama because we had like uh, 40-ish seconds, if I remember correctly, maybe 50, 40-ish seconds <clears throat> when we got the ball back. And that ended with us uh, needing to throw a Hail Mary from, was it around midfield, maybe their 40-yard line? And our quarterback threw the ultimate Hail Mary ball. He bombed it into the end zone. And we have two guys in position to make the catch. They have ran past the Gothenburg defenders, magically enough. And they run into each other, and neither one catches the ball. Fascinating stuff. It's, it's rare you get a, a Hail Mary to work, but this one was very close to working if uh, our two guys had just uh, communicated with one another. Both, both are young kids, so nobody... Just yeah, I think, I think both of them uh, are only like 16. But I still think it was a late hit on the quarterback that play. Oh, so you so you think we should have been able to throw two Hail Marys? Yeah. See, I heard a rumor about uh, Gothenburg running an illegal formation. Yeah, uh, I, can you comment I, I, on that? I have not seen it on tape. Political answer I heard, there. I heard the same rumor, but I did not see it on tape. I heard they have an eligible player being in an in an eligible eligible no I cannot say it anymore. <laughs> they have a somebody with a ninety something number, acting like he could run the ball. A ninety numbers can run the ball. Wasn't a and seventy it, then? He was a big boy. Anyone can run with the ball. It's just the, you you have to have. Five players numbered 50 through 79 standing uh, on the line. Okay. I get it. Even in the Other backfield. Than... Oh. Yeah, you can have uh, players with uh, O-line numbers in the backfield as long as they're not catching forward passes. Yeah, see, he, was ha he had a high number, but and he was running out for routes or something. The rumor is kind of weird, so... I, I don't think there's uh, anything there. But all in all, a great game. Must have been very tough for the kids and the coaches. I hate close <laughs> games. It, it, it was a tense game to coach. And, uh, I mean, I, I think I made plenty of mistakes. I think the coaching staff on our sideline made <clears throat> quite a few mistakes. I, I mean, I don't put the loss squarely on us, but we definitely could have done better. Like, my offense should have scored more than 13 points, for example. That's usually not enough to win. And it wasn't. We're not here to judge, and uh, we're here to support each other. So, great job, Andre, either way. <laughs> Just heal up, and next week you got Tabby at home. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Uh, should we get into our power rankings? Because we, uh, once again, are doing power rankings. And uh, we started here in 
going into week two because we didn't know enough about the teams to do it, a preseason ranking, really. Yeah. But with, with these U19 teams, we're uh, doing a power ranking each week. Uh, so you'll be seeing who moves up, who moves down, and all that good stuff, just like we did with the Division One teams. And uh, do you want to go from the top or start at the bottom? Let's start at the bottom, the obvious team that didn't play a game. Okay, so we we both agreed that actually every pick on this list was unanimous. We agreed on every team. Uh, week one, what there to think? <laughs> I mean, maybe you could. In theory, you could obviously see that one matchup is between two inferior teams, and one matchup is between two great teams, and by that you can still put teams. I don't know ahead of one another even if one loses it might be better than one of the ones that won like i don't know oh you need more weeks to do that because you don't know how kihuansta matches up against ark no i don't uh, but i think sometimes it can be obvious on film that a team is inferior even if they win but 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 that's a different discussion uh, entirely. Yeah. Uh, we, we put Yavle at the bottom. I think we have this preconceived notion that they're going to be a bad team. And you, since... I don't know. I'm not here to point any fingers. <laughs> but also sort of based off of the answers that the head coaches gave last week, it sort of reaffirmed that. And, You're here to have fun. Uh, yeah, kind of. And... Uh, and I just put Yavla at the bottom because, one, we haven't seen them. Two, I thought going into the season that they were going to be the worst team. So I don't think there's much to say about having them at number seven. Yeah, number six was the obvious answer. Yeah, it's the Tyrosa. team that, lo- that lost by the most amount of points, which is Tyrosa. Um Congrats. I mean, they. I'm not sure if they're gonna be able to be competitive in the rest of their games maybe but they were not competitive with tabby and uh i don't know maybe it's just a case of losing to the best team but maybe it could be a case of this isn't a great team i I, i'm just i'm just not sure but right now they're at number six yes number five was aik so now we're getting into the sort of interesting part of the list. Like he- here you can almost make any argument, but uh, b- between two and five, there, there are the four teams who played in the one-point games. And well, I, can, I can tell you right now, Gothenburg, that's, Gothenburg is a better team than uh, Kolsta. I can tell you that right now. How? That's why I put the Kihuansta win over. Like, it's more impressive than the AIK win. Loss, you mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's I, why I, I put AIK number five. I, I, I just don't know. I think, I think yeah, I'm biased from, like, being at the game live. But just looking at the stream from Calls to AIK, I think our game down in Malma held a slightly higher level, like overall. But I think any matchup between these four teams can be really close. 
yeah, I think all teams are pretty close. But I think Gothenburg, it's more impressive to ta- like lose by one point to Gothenburg than to lose by one point to Karlstad. But why? Gothenburg is a stacked team. I mean, like I think now I know they will not crumble because, like, I was thinking they will literally crumble or be really good. So now you think they're going to be a really, really good team then? Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I, I was talking to some of their coaches uh, after the game, and w- we were both like, "Yeah, we'll probably see each other in the playoffs." <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So number five, number four was the Kikwasa Predators. Yeah. So so we put so so what we did we put the teams who won the close games ahead of the ones who lost, but we put Gothenburg ahead of Kalsta, spoiler, uh, and Kikwasa ahead of AIK. Yeah, it's, but it's still week one, so we don't actually know the list. Is kind of yeah right now, I believe. Yeah, we're just uh, winging it. We're making educated guesses here. Like, I'm trying to be as accurate as I can, but there's not much to grab at here. Yeah. Uh, Then at number three is Kalsta. Uh, They looked good. I mean, they probably have a lot to work on as well. I think every team does, but they look big, physical. Uh, They're going to run the ball well. Uh, multiple people people are going to be able to run the ball. I, th- I think they'll be a team to contend with all season. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen Kalsa, so I know. <laughs> hey, yes, I haven't seen them. <laughs> I'm trying to watch more games now. Okay. Pool started, so I'm not working as much. Okay, that, that, that's cool. So, number two was Gothenburg. Yeah. So, uh, this is the combined uh, Marvels-Griffins team. And, uh, yeah, I think we can confirm that there's a lot of talent on that team. Uh, They're good up front. They have elite running backs, especially if they're Then they'll have uh, Oliver, a D1 commit. They'll have Devon, who I think is uh, as good as him pretty much, when he plays well. And then they also have Benjamin Gugai, who's a, a good U19 Swedish running back. He got injured against us in the seniors. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I fell on him. Poor kid. I'm too fat. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think they're going to be a team to contend with all season. Same as Karlstad. Yeah, then number one, for obvious reasons, high-flying tabby. I don't know how obvious it is, but it's but sort obvious of... obvious after week one. They just killed the team. Yeah, but as I said, I don't know if Teos is actually a good team. But I, I, I think I mostly put them there out of respect. Like, you did what you had to do against an inferior opponent... Or what looks looks like an inferior opponent, at least. And you're the reigning champs, so I'll leave you at number one, where you're, where you probably, like you've probably earned it because of what you did yeah. last year, plus 
coming out and winning handily in the first game. So it's mostly out of respect. I don't, I don't know if they're the best team or not. I hope they're not because we're playing the next, and I think we have a good chance to win. But what, they're at number one for now. Yeah. I've actually talked to Coach Brinkfeldt. I convinced him to come on the show Ooh. when he has time. When he has time. Yeah, yeah, but he a, works a lot, and he flies he, around a lot, so I can't yeah, he, he travels a lot with work, I've understood. He, he's a busy, busy man. But may, maybe uh, we can talk to him after the game on Saturday. Yeah, not a full interview, but something. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to interview anyone after I've been coaching. That is ridiculous. <laughs> so next week, we just mentioned it. Tabby is playing Kijuansta in Kijuansta. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a weird week if you want to try to follow all the U19 action because we've got all three games on Saturday. They're at 1 p.m., 3 p.m., and 4 p.m. So you're going to have a difficult time following all of them. But if you're a neutral observer, then maybe you can catch uh, the entirety of two games at least. I don't know. Um, I know I will watch one game. I will be on the bleachers with Gustav watching the game. Sorry, <laughs> Gustav. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, his aggression problems are getting out of control. <laughs> Gustav and his damn aggression problems. <clears throat> but yeah, I'll, well, I'll be do, there. Do you have anything to say about? That game then, Kifansta Tabi? Tabi is usually smaller, faster guys, and Kihuansta usually smaller, faster guys. So that game will be a track meet. Um, I, I don't. Did you watch the game we had against uh, Gothenburg? Yeah, you ran a lot, but it's a fast, it's a quick game. Nobody's slow on the team. Maybe not, but we we have some big guys up front this year. Yeah, the linemen, yeah, but no, like the skill positions. We don't have like a six foot five receiver. You no. may be high, Ali, or what's his name? <laughs> yeah, we, we have a, a tall receiver, but yeah, I, you're right. We're not huge on the skill positions. Well, our quarterback is pretty big. The quarterback is big for a human. <laughs> uh, we've got a smaller, quicker type running back, but. He runs behind a big offensive line. Yeah, the offensive lineman looks impressive. But I, I, I think this is a really going to be a matchup between a run-heavy, tough, physical Kijuansta squad against a more uh, technique, right. uh, finesse, speed-based, tabby passing attack. And sound defense, like I, I, it, it, it's gonna be a, a very interesting game. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I'll be your loudest fan. Is that a promise? I would, give me the microphone, and I'll promise you, you will hear some stuff. <laughs> I'm unsure but, if I will wear the Gridlands of Europe shirt or not because I don't want to bring attention to the podcast that way. Yeah, I mean, if you're there as a fan, you should probably wear uh, Predator stuff or whatever clothes you want. But if 
you want to try to act like uh, the reporter at the game, then you wear the Gridirons of Europe stuff. Yeah, I'm the same theory I had for the Duke's tourney. I did not wear any Gridirons of Europe gear because I don't want to bring bad attention for the podcast because I talk so much trash when I'm a fan. (laughs) It it sounds like you're not a great uh, on-field reporter. On-field reporter is different. But when my my guys are playing, I say some shit. Ah, okay. But yeah, that's uh, Kifan's the tab. I think it's going to be a close game, and uh, it's going to be a difference in styles. Uh, and that and that I think is going to be fun for people to watch. Yeah, the, the other games. Uh, the the first game that's played this weekend is AIK against the Yavla Red Devils, and the. Uh, the Red Devils enter the competition. We will see what they can do on the field. I literally have no idea. I know that they have help from some Uppsala guys. Uh, other than that, I don't know what's going on with Yavla or if they're going to have a chance in this game against AIK. Yeah, see, nobody knows. No, I don't think even Yavla knows. Maybe not. Uh, I'm I'm predicting that uh, the AIK uh, running back we talked about earlier, Vilgot. I think he, uh, I think he scores uh, three touchdowns this game. You want to bet? <laughs> over much? over under two and a half. I'll take the over. How much? How much did you make out of good runs of Europe? <laughs> oh, shit. We we unsponsored right now, so we broke. Something like that. I, I I think AIK wins. I'd be surprised if they don't win by a lot. But maybe Yavla comes out and are competitive, and that would be a great thing for the series as a whole because it means there's no team that's just in the basement. Could you bring an import U19 player? No, I don't think so. I think you have to be in Sweden as an exchange student or like legal immigrant somehow if you want to play. You can't just bring over some U19. Okay. Just asking for a friend. Asking for a friend? Is Gothenburg playing Kalsta this week? No. Uh, Kalsta, they have their bye week this week. Okay. So Gothenburg is playing Taylorsa. Okay. They're quite opposite of the what they faced the week before, but <clears throat> let's see Taylorsa. They went from pass heavy team now to a run only team. Oh, who the Taylorsa Royal Crowns are facing, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, well, I think uh, that game is also going to see a bit of a contrast in styles. Taylor, uh, they run. I'm not. They didn't get much going, so it's difficult to say. But they run a spread offense. Uh, I think they try to put the ball in the air quite a bit. They threw some screen passes. I remember seeing. So I think they're sort of into this uh, spread, quick uh, air raid type style. Throw a bunch of screens, that sort of thing. 
And Gothenburg, they're going to come out and run the shit out of the ball. So that, that's also a contrast in styles. Yeah. The, the game that most excites me, should it's called stuff against Gothenburg. When that game have, will see only that? probably one pass. The only time <laughs> the ball will be in the air is in kickoffs. Uh, you will see that September 17th. It's a long time then. Until yeah. then. Yeah. It is quite some time until we get there. Uh, yeah. Who do you think is going to win uh, the Gothenburg Tyrosa game? It's Gothenburg. Tyrosa, I don't know if they healed up. Yeah. I think Gothenburg uh, wins by quite a bit. I, I doubt that Tyrosa can move the ball on Gothenburg enough to score more than once. And I think Gothenburg's going to be able to run the ball on Tyrosa. Wait, the game is in Tyrosa, right? No, it's uh, in Gothenburg. Actually in Gothenburg this time. Okay, then then it's close game for... No. It's, it's a rough ride for some teams. I mean, the Tyrosa players are going... About as far as the players from Malmö are to get to that game. So it's a it's a away game for both teams, kind of. N- no, away game for uh, half of Gothenburg's yeah. squad and all of Teos's squad. <laughs> no, but should be. I don't know about that game, but I'm excited for Tabi Kikwansta. Yeah, I, I would definitely highlight Kwanza versus Tabby as like the game of the week because we have our number one. We have our number one ranked uh, power rankings team in Tabby uh, visiting a team that just came off a one point loss. So I, I think this is going to be an exciting one. Yeah, it should be fun to watch. More than that, I don't know about. AIK Yabla. I just hope for the best for that game. Yeah, and I think uh, Gothenburg will take care of Toyosa quite easily, unfortunately. <laughs> they got cursed. They got the Tabby curse. <laughs> you know the Maybe. unicorn curse? There's the Tabby curse. Um, well, God, let's hope there's not a Tabby curse. Ah. <laughs> uh. Do you have uh, any final thoughts, anything you want to bring up before we round off here? Not really. No? No, We're too early for the season. What about you? Yeah, I don't think I have anything more for the the U19s here. Um, Do you know what we haven't checked in on in a long time? Any other football? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, the ELF, they're very close to their uh, playoffs now. I think they have two weeks left of the regular season. So teams are clinching playoff spots and getting eliminated. So that, that that's interesting. I think we got to get a guest on who's who's been in it or been following it so that we can uh, get some insider perspective. From someone from the yeah, ELF and the GFL, because the playoffs are close there. Yeah, they're also getting close to playoff time. Uh, but 
but aside, the commissioner's uh, team uh, clinched a playoff spot recently. They're on a an eight game win streak. The Hamburg Sea Devils. Are they sponsored by? I want to know. <laughs> no, but, but the yeah. unicorns have, uh, I think, clinched that playoff spot most definitely. Aren't they undefeated? <laughs> yeah, they they killed the entire division. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had some close game, but... Yeah, they had a kind of close game, but not really against the Munich the Cow- Cowboys. All right, that Munich team is doing pretty darn well as well. Yeah, but the post them Royals are looking savage. <laughs> uh, let's see, I'm checking the standings here. Yeah, Potsdam, they're uh, 9-0, and Schwäbisch Hall, they're also 9-0, so... <laughs> They're on a collision course uh, in the GFL to play in the championship game there. Yeah, but the uh, difference is Postdam Royals have scored 60 points on the second-ranked team or something weird. No. Yeah, they killed the New Yorker Lions. Oh, boy. So that's something. I want to bring somebody from that team. Uh, Potsdam? Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. We can find someone from the Royals. I'm gonna try and find somebody from the Unicorns too. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm giving this job to you, aside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it, Robin. Where are you, fan? <laughs> You're on it. Uh, please, everyone, uh, be on the lookout. Uh, on our Instagram, actually, because we're posting a lot of content there. We're updating uh, who the leading scorers are for the Swedish U19 series, and we're posting the power rankings. So uh, be on the lookout for what we're doing there. We're at Gridirons of Europe. Uh, and uh, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everyone. Peace.